Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I am very well, thank you. I am living life, you know, getting on with things. How are you? Really good, thank you. I must say you're looking very dapper in your oh, thank you. shirt. I just put a shirt on today. I mean, you know, I'm just... Uh... This is a very serious radio show, Bob, and we need to uh, dress accordingly. Lovely in lemon. I love it. <laughs> Let's make rush home from the gym. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw on your Instagram you've been uh, you've been uh, getting down there again, haven't you? You getting all pumped, getting all pumped. Yeah, t- trying to get back in, trying to get back in and build myself back up again. Um, you know, I, I really started falling in love with training during mm. the, the first lockdown and um yeah it feels so nice to con- to be getting back in there and training again but uh, I think I'm gonna have to put gonna get back earlier next week and put a shirt on for you because <laughs> as you look so lovely in lemon <laughs> oh I'm gonna I'm gonna wear a little shirt well I'd, I'd love to see it Bob I would love to see <laughs> it um yeah I mean it's it's funny because I've actually I, I go on about this every week, but um, my, I, you know, my my rowing thing. They're like, um, so um, there's this training thing that we want you to start doing. This part of like novice team, a part of it is doing three sessions of half an hour on a rowing machine every week. And I'm like, oh, I don't belong to a gym anymore. <laughs> so I either buy a rowing machine, which is like nine hundred quid. I mean, it's not a cheap piece of equipment. Bloody hell! I know, or I just have to rejoin a gym. So uh, looks like the gym it is for me. Um, Gosh, that's a lot of money, isn't it? Nine hundred quid for a thing. Yeah, yeah. You can get you can get a real basic one, but I'd if I was going to do it, I'd want to do it properly. Do it Um, properly. um, So yeah, it looks like the gym it's going to be. I'm a bit up and down with my weight as it is anyway, and it was, and I've reached the limit of what I've said I would be like. No, that's the top. Like once I'd lost the weight and then I've regained a little bit, that's as much as I want to lose. So I feel like I want to get back to it um, with the diet and the uh, and the exercise. So I've been running again. Uh, which I started last week, and then I'm I'm trying to go to rowing a little bit more often, and then hopefully the gym as well, and then you know keep an eye, keep a lid on it, keep a lid on it, because I'm is, an eater, I'm an eater and a drinker. <laughs> this is the problem. Rowing alone, I can imagine that is pure physical. That's got to be amazing for training. It can be, yeah. I think um, it's you, when you're on the water, you're not rowing constantly all the time, and people are taking it in turns in your boat and stuff. So I think it probably. I, I wish I knew how many calories it burned. It would be good, good so that I could, uh, I could like note it down. Um, yeah. So, but it is. I mean, it is very physical. Like last weekend, I, I was uh, drenched from head to toe because we got caught in a storm. Um, so that was fun. Uh, how is it rowing in the rain? Is it quite nice? It's fucking horrible, Bob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be all romantic about it. Yeah, nah, nah. Well, it is quite funny because obviously you're in a boat with other people and you're just absolutely completely soaking wet. Um, uh, but yeah, and then my lycra arrived this week. So I'm, uh, I've got my outfit, um, uh, you know, ready now. I don't quite fit into it for the size I am. So I just, I just need to lose about half a stone and then I'll be perfectly happy. But now there's no pride. So I won't be marching at pride anymore. We know oh, we were talking I'm, about that, weren't we? And I'm gutted. Gone, gone. Yeah. I'm so gutted. Um, not just for myself, obviously, even though I am quite sad about it. But just for everyone, for, for the second year run in London, and I know a lot of places have had to cancel their prides, but I was really, really hoping, fingers and toes crossed, that it was going to happen being like September 11th, 
So kind of, it was still a good few weeks after things, not Normality Day or Freedom Day, whatever it was renamed. So I kind of thought we'd be all right, but yeah. um, it's not to be. I'm, I'll I'm tell you, it. when it happens next year, it is going to be, it's going to hey. be like Dick Whitton again. Then, then <laughs> pa- pavements are going to be lined with gold. Rain oh, I thought you meant like rats following on or something like that. <laughs> 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 bunch of rats um yeah no I'm quite I, I mean I, I reckon there's probably going to still be some kind of like protesty kind of pride thing going on in town in Soho um but we shall see maybe I'll still have to get the uh the light core out you'll get your light core. do you know what I think I think a lot of people might still do like you say do their own thing or, or yeah. just go all go into town so it might have a, a party feel. So, yeah, get your lycra on, babes. <laughs> I don't know if Soho's ready to see it. That's the only problem, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was I was very disappointed to see that, but especially after everything that's gone on with the football and, and, um, and you know, other sporting, Wimbledon and all sorts. They've had lots of sporting events, but for some reason, Pride, it was deemed couldn't go ahead yet. So well, I don't understand. I mean, to be honest, I haven't really looked into the reasoning behind it. But yeah, like yeah, because we've had so many sporting events and things, festivals, festivals. Yeah, I, I, I really thought we'd be all right, but I'm, I'm sure that there's a reason for. I don't know, maybe if it's the the space or the who knows. But yeah, I really don't know. It seems like an odd one, I guess. But uh, not taboo. So. Here, here it is, Pride 2022. 2022. Apparently they're calling it the year of queer, 2022. So, uh... Oh, it sounds my kind of year. <laughs> yeah, right on my street. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. Um, well, yeah. Um, well, we anyway, we have an exciting show coming up uh, today, don't we, Bob? We've got a good couple of guests. Oh, we really do. And we have got the best showbiz gossip. We love a bit of Strictly, don't we? And well, yeah, lineup announced. Yeah, so um, you know, I was hoping, I was hoping that our, our uh, producer George would be able to get us one of the uh, newly announced guest stars on Strictly on the on our show, but fortunately, not meant to be. Thanks for that, Georgia. Um, yeah, we have, we have. A, it's really exciting the lineup. Um, uh, yeah, they've started to announce. We've got Tom Fletcher from McFly, um, AJ Adudu, the presenter, um, Dan Walker from BBC Breakfast, Katie McGlynn from Corrie. John Waite from Bake Off, uh, Robert Webb from Peep Show. There's there's loads of people um, going down. Are any of those any of those piqued your interest, Bob? What do you think? Do you know what? I, I really think Tom Fletcher is going to be one to watch. Mm-hmm. Really think he for some reason I've never seen the man dance, so I don't know why. But um, I mean, obviously, apart from being embusted, I, I, I just McFly. think McFly. <laughs> That's almost. the one. Uh, almost very similar. Yeah, very similar. Um, yeah, I, I think for some reason it's going to be one to watch. I, I think he'll be really good. I think AJ will be incredible. Love AJ. Mm-hmm. And we, we've been speaking about it a lot, about wondering if there was going to be a same-sex partnership mm. and, and if they'd ever do two men coupled up together, which John Waite, I believe, has come out and said he's going to be um, part of the first male male couple so yeah. that's really exciting and I, I think it's it's just another step in the right direction and uh, I'm intrigued to, to see how how that is I, I, I really think it's time yeah 100% I think we, we obviously had uh, Nicola Adams and Katja last year were the first same sex couple that they had to pull out uh, when Katja tested positive for COVID um, but yeah this will be the first male male couple we don't know yet who John is going to be partnered with and we've still got a couple of um, celebrity guests, celebrity 
uh, stars uh, yet to be announced. But yeah, I mean, I think I think yeah, you're right. Probably Tom is probably going to be one to watch. Same with AJ. Maybe Katie as well. I think she'll probably be quite good. She's she's very young, very very pretty, and quite often those those like, like soap stars do quite well. Um, um, and yeah, with uh, with John, I think. Well, I think people are going to a lot of people are going to vote for him because he's basically built like a brick shit house these days, isn't he? I mean, he's going to look good in the um, tight tops and tight trousers and chest on show and stuff. I mean, his poor husband's going to have to up his game, I think. Isn't he? <laughs> like Christ, he's going to be getting lots of attention. Well, when the show's on, and um, he's actually someone um, who's been quite open about his like mental health struggles and especially working in TV before, isn't he? I, I don't know if you've seen him talk about when he left, I think it was Lorraine, um, like how he, how he really struggled to deal with like kind of the way that TV works, you know, it's kind of up and down and you're not always working all the time. Um, so yeah, I think it's good for him to have this kind of, I mean, he's on Steph's pack lunch now, I think, but he, um, it'd be good for him to, to do this. And I reckon, yeah, for him, it's going to be a big success. Absolutely. I think this is a really strong lineup and, mm. and I think we're going to say, the last couple of years, I think Strictly has slightly gone with the times. I feel like it's become a bit more modern, a bit more yeah. fresh, and uh, changes seem to be taking place behind the scenes. And uh, I'll be honest, I was never the biggest Strictly fan back in the day, like really? 10 years ago. Um, I would always check in and out of it. But I, I do kind of get caught in this Strictly fever now, like wondering who the celebs are going to be. Then the the lead up to it so uh, yeah I, I think it's you know some shows I think they they can get stale with time mm. and uh, yeah, I just feel like Strictly is the complete opposite I think it's getting fresher and um, yeah hats off to the BBC I think it's going to be a good one yeah yeah definitely I guess um, yeah we'll have the full full list probably by the time we do our show <clears throat> next week so I think there's going to be 14 celebs um, in total we've got about seven or eight so far so yeah let's let's hope for some other big names it's gonna be very exciting obviously it wasn't the only um big bit of showbiz goss this week uh, did you see the pictures of ant uh of, uh, of ant and deck fame getting getting married in hampshire yeah bless him i think didn't she look lovely the wife she did look lovely Anne yeah Marie. Anne marie yeah i think yeah i, I love the i love the dress the flowers because I mean, I was thinking about them. The weather was on and off Saturday, and yeah. um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that they'd love to know that I was concerned about the weather for, for their <laughs> wedding. But I thought, oh, I hope she's had her photos in time before the heavens open. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, star-studded guests, as as you would imagine, and uh, I, I'm really, I'm really happy for them. They, they seemed really lovely. He looked lovely in his suit. I think it's so easy to all just look at the bride and her dress, but I think he looked lovely. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to see who the guests are when, you, when you're looking through. Looking yeah, through. yeah. So there was some, yeah. there was some big names. There was, uh, it was Cat Dealey and Patrick Keelty. There was um, Philip Schofield. Um, who else was there? There was yeah, David Williams. Oh, David Williams and his girlfriend. Yeah, um, uh, Deck obviously Deck and um, uh, yeah. So she wore her dress was apparently fifteen thousand pounds. Um, from a designer called Susan Susan Neville, um, yeah, they they it looked like a, a good day was had by all. Apparently, the whole wedding in total cost five hundred thousand pounds. <laughs> a lot of money for for one day, but then I yeah. read somewhere that the actual hiring of the church cost twenty five quid. 
Oh, did it? I didn't know that. That's I good. I love that. Speed it off and me on it, but it's just 25 quid for the show. <laughs> well, I think I think Anne is probably not short of a bob or two, is he? So, um, yeah, I mean, if he wants to splash out, good for him. There were some celebrity no-shows, though. Um, I did, apparently, Holly Willoughby uh, wasn't there, and neither was Amanda Holden or Simon Cowell, who I think had all been invited, but I get the impression that maybe uh, they're on holiday, possibly, or they've got, you know, other other engagements at the moment. So you can understand. So it's the summer, isn't it? So you're not always going to be able to please all your guests. No. And I think now where we were in, in terms of things opening up, people, I, I think dates wouldn't have been confirmed probably until quite last minute. So 100%, yeah. it, it's only to be expected. Yeah. So uh, no, congratulations to the happy couple. Definitely. Um, well, um, I forgot to say earlier, but our, our guest tonight, we've got um, the former Apprentice winner, uh, Karina Lepore. Um, then we have uh, Priyanka from uh, Canada's Drag Race. And f- at the end of the show, we've got Simon Webb. Um, so we've got loads, loads to talk about uh, with those guys today. And I think uh, first guest Karina is here. So let's get her in. Perfect. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, good. Good, good. Thank you for joining us this evening. That's okay. No, that's okay. Thanks for having me. How's, how's life been treating you the last uh, last year and a bit? Yeah, I've been saying all day. It's been really strange. Obviously, I won the show and then we hit pandemic like two months later. So I won in January and then it was March, wasn't it? And it mm. was just all a bit, you know, surreal. I've got Lord Sugar as a business partner and didn't really, really know what to do because I was like, well, we can't go and open a ton of shops because we're now in a pandemic. Um, so yeah, it's been strange, but we've muddled through. We opened another shop last year. Um, I've got to see him tomorrow, actually. So we'll see. We'll see what we're planning for this year. But um, yeah, we've just been sort of taking it a bit slower, as most businesses have. So did you spend a lot of your lockdowns on Zoom then, to Alan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in <laughs> Florida or Australia on a little Zoom call. I had to do it either really early or really late, so we could like linking and it's like yeah so going back up to the office it's a bit strange I only did it like last month for the first time in yeah nearly two years like it's nearly two years isn't this weird um so yeah it's, it's a bit strange but um yeah bless him um, <laughs> we were t- I was I did my first um trip to the office last week yeah for the first time since December and it is a bit weird going back to it isn't it it feels like almost a bit old-fashioned or something I didn't really know how to like explain yeah, it yeah it's like Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. A bit old, like old school. Like one day we'll be like, poor, like this is weird. Like we're in an office. Like, yeah, oh, weird. Do you think, obviously, you, you kind of you opened a bakery, right? And that was like your big, your big thing. Yeah. Do you think, obviously, the fact that, yeah, like you said, like the shop, so many shops were closed. Do you think that was, was diff- more difficult than had you sort of gone in with another idea? I mean, I know that wasn't what you'd been thinking. Uh, I'm not sure, because at the start, I mean, it was like people were buying bread like it was going out of fashion. It That's was true, like, yeah. so actually we was okay because we found that the, at the start of the pandemic, obviously we had a product that was massively in demand. And, you know, we kept sort of the hustle, of, like bustle of the, the local community. We'd like all, all the businesses sort of got together and we was delivering bread and fruit or whatever to the um, isolating older sort of customers. Yeah. People would take their little walk down, get served from the door, but just to get like a cup of coffee, like that weird made, like a nice cappuccino, they'd call it. It made their day when people mm. didn't really know what to do with their days. So in that sense, I suppose it was still quite a good idea. 
um, if I'd gone in with, I don't know, I mean, something like, I don't know, travel or something would have been a bit tougher. God, he would have been like, what, what have I done? <laughs> Do you keep in touch with anyone from the show? Only Tommy, the pillow, the loud Essex pillow yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Me and him talk a lot. It's my birthday last week, so he owes me a dinner, but uh, I'll see when that's going to happen. But yeah, he's like my friend, I would say. And how did you find the whole experience of being on the show? Oh, the best thing, I, best thing I've done. Like, I don't know if it's just because of sort of the thriving on the adrenaline. It's such a, a high intense sort of show and everything you see is so real. It's so, it's so hard. Like, they make it really hard um, for the candidates. But that's obviously what people love to watch, watch us suffer and struggle and not know what we're doing. But it is very t- tough. And like, then boardrooms... Sometimes I was saying earlier um, to someone that the final boardroom where there's like two or three of you, it could go on for five hours. I was in there once for five hours. Yeah, just going back and forward. He'd spend like an hour talking to me, go so into detail, obviously because it's real. Like now we're, you know, in business together. So it is all real. It's not like a show where, you know, he just says things for, for for the sake of it. It's like he has to know who he wants. So, um, yeah, but I really enjoyed the whole experience. When you started getting to like the, the final three or four, was there ever a moment did you think oh, I'm going to win this? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah, even from the start, I was really hungry to win. Like I didn't go there to to muck about or or not not seek the investment and Lord Sugar. Like that is that was my main aim. Um, so I made it very clear each task. You know, I wanted to just keep winning. And I ended up winning nine out of ten. So I actually at one point thought he's not going to know my name because I I wasn't ever in there with him. Like everyone would come back like the losers, like and be like, oh yeah, he nearly fired me, but didn't. But I got to talk to him, and I was always like, don't know if he knows me because I just keep <laughs> winning. But I suppose that was better in the end. I love it. Did you ever find sometimes in those boardroom situations? Obviously not. You know when he's with the trying to get rid of people because you were never in that situation but like and um, sort of like but they were quite funny because sometimes you're watching it and they are like like what to look from the outside they are funny yeah but like I don't know if you when you're in it it's sometimes it depends if he's picking on someone like and it's not you then yeah it's probably it's probably funny but if you're getting the brunt of it it's probably a bit it's just a bit awkward because you're just like oh can't really back chat Lord Sugar and you know yeah. you just have to take it you just sort of stand there like Okay, yeah, I was crap on that task. Um, yeah, so, but I mean, yeah, he makes his little jokes. So, yeah, it's quite, sometimes it's lighthearted, sometimes it's really awful. Is there any business advice for, say, someone wanted to start out a new business? And I think a lot of people have kind of used this this pandemic and the lockdowns to try and maybe working home from working at home and starting creating things. What mm-hmm. would you give to a new a business as advice? Yeah. So again, I've touched on it and I've learned a lot today because um, I didn't go to university and a lot of people that I know and, and in the business world now actually didn't neither. And I've just sort of, since I was 18, I opened my own shop, um, you know, a little high street shop, did the car boots, did the market. So I've always had that sort of ambition and wanted to sell. So because it was A-level results, that I was really keen to get the message across that don't be deterred if you don't get the results you need or want mm. because there's so many other routes and opportunities. One in particular is um, a qualification that AAT actually offer. And what I've learned today is that I could have, so say I was 18, I could have come out, 
gone to work, but also studied on the side and got sort of finance skills that were going to set me up in, in the big world of business. So there's so many routes that young people, if, they, if only they knew, if only get, get told them more and banged on about in school and college, because it is sort of, there's a stigma, you know, oh, okay, now off to uni, you sort of go like, okay, to do what? Like, what if you're an entrepreneur and you just want to strive and, and, and run your own business? There's not, there's not a lot of help, really. Just um, know it yourself, I think. Yeah, and it's so expensive, isn't it, now university as well? Yeah, oh, my God, yeah. I've seen um, a lot from today, actually, on all the new sort of things I've been talking to and the ones before just about debt and uni and, you know, getting sort of, that's it, you're meant to go. And it's like, well, not really. Like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of debt. And like I say, university definitely isn't for everyone, is it? People no. People can still be successful and not have to have a, a degree. Oh. You don't need it. I know it's, if it's the route you want and you know I want to be whatever you need for uni, then then go for it. You will be successful. It's more about believing in what you want to achieve, I think. Um, but if you're sort of not sure, then there are other options that you can sort of explore. So what's next for you in the business now, Babes? Now things are opening up. Are you, you just want to get as many shops as possible now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. I, I definitely need some more shops. It's just location for me. It's so key, I've learned, that if you don't get the right location, you're sort of stuck because you put mm. in all your work into making your shop look so nice and so appealing. But if you're not getting people through the door, it's just <laughs> hard. Um, so, yeah, location's really key. Um, there might be a couple of options. I'll go for them tomorrow um, see what he says. But, yeah, yeah, I've got a couple of, couple of ideas. Do you think people are getting more kind of invested in their local communities and possibly before the before the pandemic, you know, like, you know, people aren't going back to necessarily their offices, mm-hmm. not going back to the centre of towns or cities where they live and instead of working from home. Do you think people are going to become more invested and maybe start to you go to more local cafes and that sort of thing? As, as I'd, I'd like to hope so. I mean, I still want to turn some heads, you know, that just do not want to sort of... Uh, What's the word? Like, they don't want to try anything new. They're stuck to their Costa, you know, milky, not very nice coffee. And that's it. They don't want to venture and try sort of other brands and other sort of smaller establishments to see, see what they can offer. But I make a point now that I am, a, I am that is all I will go to. I'll try any old, you know, little shop, family-run Italian restaurants. They're probably a lot better. Um, so, yeah, I'm a big believer in that. And I, I feel like, yes. I feel like people's attitude have definitely changed to sort of the local high street and supporting. So they saw everything that we ever, we all went through. It wasn't, wasn't easy. Mm. So true. It's so easy to almost forget them first few weeks. I remember not being able to get chicken and I forgot about the bread and the eggs. And I remember a local bakery was set bagging up because they obviously had big, huge sacks of flour was doing smaller yes. bags yeah. and there was that oh, kind yeah. of sense that we were all that. literally in it oh, together, you know. It was crazy, yeah. Everyone yeah. thought they were going to become home bakers and, yeah, they were like, yeah. get some flour from me. I was like, I've never done this before, but, okay, let's start bagging it up for you. Yeah, Everyone felt the need to make strange. banana loaves, didn't they, on Instagram? Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Phase. <laughs> and I remember oh. pubs, pubs became shops and stuff, didn't they? They were yeah. basically just selling all of their excess products that they couldn't yeah. get rid of it honestly feels like now looking back like 
we've we've really been through something haven't we in this last year and a bit like bizarre yeah exactly on reflection the more I talk about it and stuff I'm like oh my god yeah like we actually we actually didn't have a clue at that first (laughs) month everyone was like what's gonna happen you know I remember being in macro no toilet roll but I actually needed it for the shops and I was like I felt like bad buying it I was like I'm I'm not one of them people I'm not hoarder I just need toilet roll (laughs) <laughs> oh it was crazy oh how funny yeah, we sit there telling our grandchildren one day they just never believe it no i know won't they be they'll be like <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> there was i actually saw something today um I, I think it was today maybe it was this week about how um you know vegan products have become like one of the biggest things for like greg's going forward they've really managed mm. to like bring in business and stuff do you see that the, the variation and trying new things is kind of going to be key for your kind of shop and, and industry going forward. Oh, yeah, I said it from the start. I, I banged on about it in The Apprentice that you've got to be able to spot trends and sort of key things that are happening and changing in your market. If you if you don't, then you're not going to keep up. And, and change is so crucial to any business. I mean, going online, obviously, throughout mm-hmm. the pandemic, we all had to quickly jump onto Deliveroo and all these sort of areas of delivering because people were staying in. So what do you do? You have to adapt and change. Um, definitely the vegan world I mean it does it does well for for us as well it's yeah people's it's not even we've said it a lot of times it doesn't even matter if you actually want to commit to the vegan sort of side it's just some people are just looking for you know a meat-free alternative for a couple of days of the week you know kind of every day maybe for lunch they just want a a different option and yeah it's definitely boomed massively yeah it's a huge thing at the moment isn't it yeah it's not even necessarily just for people whose lifestyle is that they just solely never eat meat. Some people just have meat-free days, don't they, yeah. in a week? Yeah, exactly that. That's what I see, and I see it a lot, because sometimes it catches you out, because I get, for example, I get someone off a, a, get a luxury vegan sausage roll, but order the cappuccino, like, without without alternative milk. So right, then I yeah. automatically am always like, are you sure, do you want oat? And they're like, no, no, <laughs> Like, I just want a veggie sausage roll. And I'm like, okay, okay. But you've got to be careful. There's all these things that it's like, do you want oatmeal? Do you want this, that? Yeah, so. But yeah. it's great, I think, that so many places offer it now because, I mean, I've been vegetarian for six years. And I think well, even about six years ago, there wasn't the choice that suddenly come into the market now. And you, wherever you go, there's always an alternative. And now, yeah, like you talk about milk alternatives, there's so many. Like, I'm still stuck on soya. But like everyone else has moved on, you know, yeah. almond and coconut, and coconut rice. <laughs> yeah. There's all sorts now. Like, do you, is that like, it? Must be an added expense for a business, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the majority of us still will add. Like, if people want to sort of have the added extras, they 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 do. They don't mind paying, if you know what I mean. Like, so they they're really not fussed. I've, I don't think I've ever had one person sort of quiz me on why am I paying more than cow's milk? It's just, you know, it's the way business works. If your product costs more, for me, it has to then, you know, cost yeah, more yeah. for you, surely. But, yeah, I think most of them get it. So what's the, what's the plan? But by Christmas, would you, would you like to have a, another shop up and running? Yeah, one. Definitely yeah. one. I, I was pushing for two, but... I mean, we're nearly, we'll be in September, you know, if I bleed. Oh, so it's it, yeah. scary, so, isn't it? How is it nearly September? What's happening? I, I can't I believe know. it. I don't remember this year. This one's really gone really quick. I know every year goes quick and I say it, but this year's like, 
it maybe it's because we haven't we've all been uh, you know waiting for this summer so we're just waiting to the last <laughs> week and it's like oh, okay now it's autumn it's like oh I think nice. I think as well, I think we said this a couple of weeks ago, Bob, it's like the year hasn't been like punctuated with normal things that we would have. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just like weddings or birthdays and stuff because of yeah. lockdowns and all that or whether it's going back to school or I don't know. Yeah. Like, or, and it's made everything kind of just go into like a weird mush of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly that. And I keep seeing all these things on, on Instagram like, oh, the Americans. Oh, my God, it would be like. They love Halloween, don't they? So they keep. I keep seeing things about Halloween. They're so excited getting prepping for it. I'm like, oh my god! In August, wow, God, yeah, that is hard that call. Really <laughs> And then once Halloween's there, you know it's the it's That's the it. C word after that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's it. We're done. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, and it's another year gone. Yeah, <laughs> so quick. Well, um, Karina, thanks so much for speaking to us uh, this evening. Really appreciate it. And um, and, and yeah, and an interesting point about the about A levels and and, and not uh, thinking the worst if you haven't done as well as you'd hoped. No, yeah, agree. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you much for joining us. Bye, hon. Stay safe. Thanks. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Oh, she's so lovely. Could you ever do The Apprentice, Bob? Like the celeb version. Do you know what? I, I think I'd quite like to do it, you know. Really? Some, somewhere deep inside of me, I think could be a little entrepreneur. Really? A little businessman yeah. in training? Mm. Yeah. I just, I don't know what the business would be. <laughs> but Any, anything. But I like the idea of, yeah, I, I can see me in a nice, uh, a nice suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, pointing like, at things pointing at numbers on a board yeah with, with one of them little stick things that you have for a presentation yeah um, got it pdfs uh, and, yeah. and powerpoint presentations ready to go yeah a huge board the board office in a boardroom so it is i wouldn't mind even having like a, a tenth of what kylie jenner has um created with kylie lips that would be a hundred million pounds so. yeah I, I'm, I'm happy with that i'm not too greedy I'd be happy with a hundredth of uh, the tenth of the billion pounds. Um, <laughs> I could live in an office. When you see the um, the office tours on YouTube, I'm just like, oh my gosh, and that's just the office. Yeah, insane. Oh, a boy can dream. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Um, well, our next guest, Priyanka, is here, so let's get her in. Let's do it. <laughs> Sexy we- people, I'm just plugging my headphones in. Okay, cool. I'm in London now, I'm a mess. What can I say? Uh, <laughs> I'm a London like like we all are how are you i'm feeling sexy fine and free i'm in your country but the one we're very excited to have you because you are going to be here you are touring i'm a listen let me okay okay <laughs> so bobby and steven are your names okay yes, that's so correct, I, yeah. I just want you know what's your name bobby steven so it's really good it's really good that we're all here today to celebrate how successful and and um amazing i am and how horny i am um <laughs> this is this is great this is great news i'm a touring pop star diva and i'm you know the uk is one of my favorite places i used to come here every single year before i started drag just in mm-hmm. hopes of finding love oh you're looking for a british man i think a british man's looking for me <laughs> it tends to have to go both ways but you know like uh... does it it's 2021 who cares <laughs> um yeah so tell us a bit about the tour what what can we expect and, and what's what's gonna be going on so i'm kind of excited no i'm not kind of i'm very excited because i get to live out this like pop star diva fantasy that i always wanted i flew backup dancers from canada to dance with me oh fab wow you're like really living like the 
It's like real deal. I threw them in. Uh, the Lee Dion. I'm trying to think of Canadian. Yeah. Things. Except the difference you know. of being a touring drag queen is I just threw them in a homeless shelter to stay in while, while I'm here. <laughs> and I'm living large in my hotel room. You know what I mean? Gorge. Um, so the, this show, it takes you on the journey of my album. We start big and it's like, you know, I perform cake and I'm dancing and I'm kicking and I'm sweating. Lots of sweating. And then I have this middle section where I talk about love and how you want to find the one that you love. And I perform Afterglow and I do a little bit of uh, Beyonce too. And then we do, we just do some, we do some, I drove all night is in there for sure. We have, you you can't listen, never bite the hand that feeds you. I drove all night, not only fed me, but fed the entire world. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So, so you're, so you're, you're happy to reference some of your, uh, your previous work. Why not? Listen, of course. If Ariana Grande can go on a 50 city tour and tour the same song, you better believe my ass can do I Drove All Night Every Night. You better believe it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So how are you finding London since you've been there? You're having a nice time. Yeah, I love it here. I am obsessed with how everyone talks. You all drive on the wrong side of the road, but the right (laughs) side of the road here. And... Your food, it's the food. It's the food here. Like nothing has too much salt. Are you taking the piss? <laughs> Did I take a piss? Taking the piss. You know Let me this ask phrase? you a question. You know this phrase? Are you taking the piss? <laughs> that was a really great Australian accent you just did then. Oh, God, I'm, I'm, <laughs> so wait, taking the piss means are you making a joke? Yes. yes. I think the food here is great. It's better than like Toronto food that's full of nasty shit. Surely not. Surely you don't not. think so? Maybe it's like I've never it's been like... to Canada. I've never been to Canada. Full no. disclosure, but uh, but uh, but I would imagine that Toronto is, you know, right. Like big let me tell you something. Your Chinese food and your Indian food is the best here, and I love a Cornish pasty. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pasty or pasty? Pasty. 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 Oh fuck! <laughs> you were so close. Just... So close. Have you been to Greg's and had one of our sausage rolls? Oh yeah. No, does Greg like me? Is he a fan? He will love you. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to go to Greg's and have a, a sausage roll. A sausage, sausage roll. roll. Yeah. And then in hopes of getting Greg's sausage roll. Yeah. You're right. I don't actually know what Mr. Greg looks like himself. I imagine he's probably quite old. Rich. Uh, rich. Very rich. Very rich. Very rich. No, yeah. Oh, he's caked. Where's the best place <laughs> to get a Cornish pasty? Mm. Oh. In London. In London. You're gonna to have to ask Google. I really don't know. Don't You're really gonna... know. Sometimes you can get like um, there used to be somewhere at Liverpool Street. I think it's kind of called the Cornish Pasty Company. Is You're right. In You're our right. train station, it's a big train yeah. station. Yeah. Um, and by the platforms, there's a very good place there. Give it a go. But uh, more so than the encouraging like, people would... sausage roll. I yeah, I'm, saying... I'm pushing in pastry um, options. Yeah, on pastry people. products. <laughs> <laughs> and where and where do I find? hot men to look at every night while I'm here. Any um, ideas? Well, I'm guessing you've been out. Just so kidding. Hard. Looking at two right now. Ooh. No. <laughs> it's a charmer. Sweet. Very sweet. <laughs> but also a liar. Um, <laughs> well, I, yeah. How long have you been here for? I've been here for a few days now. I'm just chilling in my hotel room. Okay. I'm one net negative COVID test away from getting out of these walls. Uh, and yeah. Bimini, Bimini Bamboulash, <laughs> I texted her. Like, hey, I've, I, I'm here. And then she sent me the most iconic voice note you've ever heard. She's like, the pussy is in the wagon. The <laughs> pussy is in the wagon. And I was like, 
I I feel like this is like a rite of passage. Like I'm honored now. <laughs> and then I was, I'm like, she's like, what are you doing bad? I was like, big party Thursday night. You want to come? I'll take you there. I'm like, I'm nervous to party with these girls. Like what's going to happen? Oh, you're, you barely come out alive. I've yeah, taste was, taste was like, I heard we're gigging together, babes. So no, <laughs> you're not going to come out alive. I was like, shit. shit. I have a gig with taste a brunch before I do G.A.Y. next Saturday. Oh, fun. G.A.Y., wow. G.A.Y. is going to get some kind of show. They're going to get drunk Yanka right. for sure. Have you met, <laughs> actually met any of the UK drag queens before, just kind of virtually? Just always virtually, like, you know, IG lives together, some texting here and there. And I think the cool thing about them is that, like, they're so willing to, like, give me advice and, like, help me. I'm like, hey, Ahura, where did I get my hair cut? It's like, you have to go to the chop shop on Carnaby. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, ta- there's taste trying to force feed me shots while Bimini's trying to get me on guest list. It's like, it's so cool. I feel very, like, included and very loved because, you know, I'm on their their territory and they're super famous. Like, I'm famous too, but they're, like, you know, really famous. And I'm excited that they're like taking me under their wing and like they get to, and I think it's going to be really cool that they get to watch me perform. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I mean, they're they're clearly going to be in for a treat. They're going to be in for a treat. It's going to be cool. (laughs) They're going to be in for a piece of this cake. It's good. It's a good show. The show is like chaotic. Like I really just dance for half an hour and everyone's like, I thought that she was going to come and do like one song. And I'm like just sweating, my beard showing, my eyelashes falling off. I'm like, I'm still here. I love I, it, me. I like a hot mess. I love a hot mess. But you know what? Like in Toronto, that's what we did as drag artists. We would hit the stage for 20 minutes at a time. We do four back to back songs. So just showing up and doing like a number is like very foreign to us. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. Is what what have you made of like obviously there's so many drag race like in in intonations is that the right word yeah yeah yeah. Um, now and like but canada was really one of the first wasn't it that kind of came out uh, after the u.s one what have you made of kind of the explosion of drag races around the world are you into it or are you like stay, stay off bitch because i'm like the like, other girls yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i think that like canada's drag race came out at a very specific and iconic time because like it was the first season that was of a new crop of girls during the pandemic so all of us were mm-hmm. spending at home being like, what's going to happen? Like, oh, let's watch Canada's Drag Race. And that first episode of Jimbo standing on top of that mountain, just screaming. I could watch that um, every oh, day and not my get bored. God. If I always say, it, <laughs> listen, I, I, I'm an icon and she won the show, but Jimbo and Lemon gave us so many great moments and it, it really helped like catapult Canada's Drag Race into the mainstream. Plus, a lot of productions got shut down. So all these TV networks were like, what are we going to put here? Let's buy Canada's Drag Race. So we were internationally blown up everywhere. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with all the other drag races. I really hope because it's so le- 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 it's so life-changing. Mm. But there is so many of us now. So it's kind of like you have to show up out of the gate being that bitch or else what's going to happen? Everyone will forget. And I think, but I don't think they're, they're, they're not going to forget you. That's that's the most important thing. And also the fact that you've managed to get over here. You know that people have been starved of live gigs for well over a year, right? Yeah, and it was like really cool to have people be like, "I got recognized on the street the other day." And Did I was you? Like, this is so cool that I flew my scrawny little brown ass on an airplane in a really bad turbulence. Oh, ouch got off the plane and they're like, oh my God, Priyanka, you're here. What are you doing here? I'm like, y'all are watching over here. Y'all are watching over here. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. It's like for me, like, you know, quitting my my job and like 
doing drag race and winning it. Like you only hope that you could continue to be successful and like coming over and having a big UK tour. Like, are you kidding? I made it. I made it, baby. So how long do you plan on staying over here, babe? I'm here till September 5th. I'm here for an entire month. So you better oh, get nice. used to me. The chaos. You're gonna hear, there are going to be news headlines. Washed up kids TV host and now drag queen <laughs> found in a ditch. <laughs> well, yeah, because actually that's something uh, maybe I know you kind of did, you obviously did reference it in Drag Race, but but people might not know necessarily all the details. Yeah, you, so you did. You, you were like on TV before you even did. Yeah, I was a kids TV presenter. No, is, no, I went, and people find it so hard. They're like, what do you mean? Like, you're disgusting. How are you entertaining kids? <laughs> But at the time, my, my, my personality, you know, I have a big personality. And I love really being wholeheartedly myself and just like, because who cares, right? Let, like, mm-hmm. Life's way too short to think about the people who judge you. So that lent itself to kids TV because I was able to be like the wacky, crazy guy that I am and wear my, you know, patterned blouses tucked into my black pants with my little boots all the time. And Cute. It was amazing. And I fell into it, right? Like I never auditioned to be in that job. I worked behind the scenes and got people their coffee and took out the garbage and had to like glass clean the windows so the cameras wouldn't see the smears. I had to do it all. I truly am like a product of from the ground up. So I love it. And Kids TV was so fun and it really l- lends itself now to my career because I kn- going into Drag Race, I knew how to be on TV already. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too shocking. Um but now I just get to be myself on TV, not be talking about SpongeBob SquarePants. So I'm thankful. <laughs> Always SpongeBob. Kids love you. You know, you'd, oh, be yeah. rec- you'd be recognized on the street. Like, so who's SpongeBob's best friend? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> she said you got one more COVID test to do, and then you're allowed out of the hotel. Oh, Apart are you ready, Bobby screen. Norris? Bobby Norris can't <laughs> wait. Bob- Bobby's actually doing the COVID test out of his home. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll come and be your COVID tester. <laughs> so what are your plans apart from the tour obviously and performing is, is there things you want to do whilst you're here in London I need to go to see little mixes wax figures at Madame, Madame Tussauds yeah they just yep. it's just opened haven't they <sighs> it's stressful it, I'm such a super fan of little mix like Jade and Leanne both follow me on Instagram and they message me sometimes like hey oh, girlie wow. Like, and like, I don't think, I, I'm sure they know that when I do look at my phone, I throw it uh, out the window when they text me because I'm like, because <laughs> Little Mix is very famous over here. Like very. Mm-hmm. The yeah, only yeah, time yeah. Little Mix has come to Canada, they were supposed to do a solo tour for the Salute album, but they canceled it because they wanted to work on Get Weird. And they en- ended up touring Get Weird with Ariana Grande. And that was the first and only time I've seen them live. And they're like proper barnstormers, right? They really go for it. Well, when they it's, it's shocking. I love them. Do you love them? Do they, do they, they love them here, oh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, should I perform a little, little mix in my sets when I'm here? Like, will they appreciate that? I definitely think if you did one of their big hits, people would love that. Like what? Like Sweet yeah. Melody, Bounce Back, or more Black Magic vibes? <sighs> Good question. Oh. Or Medley. Do I just hit them with a back-to-back-to-back to back to back, little mix? I definitely think a medley would probably go down well. If you've got time in your set, you know, yeah. to chuck in a little medley, I would recommend it. I love little mix. Maybe you can meet them while you're here then. Maybe you don't have to just meet the waxworks. Maybe you can actually meet uh, Jane and Leanne. Leanne's pregnant right now, so maybe I could That's sneak true. in the hospital and <laughs> I can be the midwife. <laughs> I. <laughs> 
fully dressed up. I would like just to see that. Wig laid, just a wig. <laughs> I mean, one, one of her looks from the, one, one of the videos, she's like, oh, I'm like, hey, girl. But you know, what? I mean, it's cool to have like mainstream support from these like really famous people who know that like by sharing our content and by liking our photos and commenting on our photos, like that only helps elevate us. Like yeah. I dropped a tour commercial for the Taste Test tour and Jade was like, oh my God. I was like, this, like, I, I hope you know, they, I hope they know what, 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 what it does for us queer mm. artists. Do you know? I, I mean, I mean, that's the thing that it's really good of them to understand. I mean, Jade is like a huge drag fan, isn't she? I mean, I've seen, she's had drag parties and all sorts. Of Jade them. is a drag queen. Yeah, yeah, she is basically. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. I love her. Um, well, Priyanka, where are you, where are you going on tour? Could, what cities are you visiting while you're here? Okay, let me drop the list. Are you ready for this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so l- listeners, everybody across the nation, <laughs> this when does this air? Thursday. Thursday. Wow. Thursday. Okay, so on. <laughs> <laughs> So this Saturday, I'm in London at Drag Fest. We have everyone's going to be there. Todrick Hall, Simone, Lance Cheney, the United King Dolls, the Cock Destroy, everybody. Not the Cock, the Frock Destroy, sorry. I love the Cock Destroy. <gasps> They're not Wait, together anymore. Do the Cock Destroyers live here? Like Rebecca Morris from here? Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. They both are. I'm going out for dinner with her. And then I want her <laughs> to take me to an orgy after. And I'll just, I'll just watch. I'll just watch. I'll just watch. It's, yeah, fun. So the 14th to the 15th, I'm in London and Manchester. And then I do a drag brunch on the 21st. The night of the 21st, guess where I am? G-A-Y performing hits off my album Taste Test. Oh, on the Thursday before that, which is the 19th, I'm doing Porn Idol, baby. Oh, wow. Porn Idol. Bobby, have you ever done that? No, I've never done uh, it. Okay, what happens in done. Porn Idols? Are there like things swinging around? And- yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to see it all. I'm like, Taste Test, you're out. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, 25th, I'm in Leeds. 26th, I'm in Manchester. 29th, I'm in Liverpool. 30th, Birmingham. 31st, Brighton. The 1st, I'm in Bristol. And on the 3rd of September, I'm in, is it Torquay? Torquay, yeah. Okay. Torquay. Torquay. Very, very pretty part of the world, Cornwall. So you're going to be in for a treat down there. And just so everyone knows, the 3rd is my one-year anniversary from being crowned Canada's Drag Race winner. So that's going to be a party. Uh, oh, <laughs> I am going to cry and take the piss out of everyone. Well done. So you're learning. Did that work? Yeah, it did, yeah. Kind of. Okay, yeah. What else do I need to know while I'm here? Like, give me some slang terms, because I really want to drop them on people. Um, what do you need to know? Imagine if it's a conversation with Bimini. So when I show up to see Bimini on Thursday, or tonight, when I show up to see her on Thursday, what do I see? Say, You know all of, you just basically have to watch videos of Bimini, because she is a walking dictionary of slang terms. She'll be the best person to go for. Um, Priyanka, unfortunately, we have to leave you now because our final guest is coming up. But... I love it. I love you all. <laughs> Who's the final guest? Uh, he's from a boy band here called Blue. Simon wow. Webb. Wow. Is he um, single? No, he's just had a baby. Yeah, same. It was my baby, actually. I'm here. Too. Oh, <laughs> that's what we're going to teach him. Yeah. About. yeah. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> uh, Priyanka, thank you so much for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. And, and really best of luck with it. And um, enjoy all the penises you're going to see at Porn Idol. I cannot yeah. wait. Thank you, my <laughs> my Bobby and Steven. I love you both. I'll talk soon. Thank Speak you. To you soon. Take care. Stay safe. Bye. I will. Bye. 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 <laughs> well, he's in for a real treat over the next few weeks. Absolutely. As are his audiences. To, to, to get himself an hotel in Cornwall, it's harder than <laughs> trying to catch a unicorn at the minute, Mate, isn't it? Getting might be staying in a caravan, to be fair. Um, right, we've got our final guest, Simon, here, so let's get him in. Hello there. How are you doing? 
Hey, Bobby Norris. How you doing, Simon? You right, mate? Oh, my good friend. How are you? Really good, thank you. How you doing, mate? I am doing absolutely fantastic. Just good, keeping, good. Just keeping, um, keeping the plates spinning, as as I like to say. Is that Janet behind you? Yeah. When um when uh, we were signed by by um Virgin back in the day, that was in the store. That was in one of the store storerooms when she ah. signed. And I was like, "What are you doing that?" Then <laughs> you were like, "Yoink, mine now." <laughs> you know, when when you get number ones, the kind of record label kind of find it hard to say no to you. So <laughs> that was a bit of Janet. <laughs> so how have you how have you been? It's obviously been a busy couple of months for you. Yes, it has. It's been a busy four months. Well, it's been a busy, uh, I should say, uh, 12 months. Yes. Yeah, considering, you know, my wife was pregnant and uh, the lockdown. and then, During the pandemic, yeah. During the <laughs> pandemic. Well, that was the only time we was going to make it happen. So. <laughs> but, you know, some good things came out of it. So, yeah. Um, so, so it's been great. You know, my daughter's four months now. She's fantastic. She's We see something new every time she sleeps um, and wakes up. So, yeah, it's, it's been amazing been amazing is it a little bit easier this time round would you say um this time's this time round's a, a lot different um you know this time I'm married um I'm in a relationship uh the first time around unfortunately it wasn't like that for me um I, I, I was a dad from afar and then all of a sudden I became famous and then for 20 years I've been on the road so it's been really really hard to connect um on a daily on a daily basis went like physically but mm. You know, um, you know, my daughter, Alana, you know, she's a fantastic girl. She's always been understanding. Um, and she's 24 now, going to 25. So, yeah, this is this is my second chance. So, hey. You don't look old enough, Simon. Oh, I, was I mean, everyone's going to say, gonna really say that. Right? <laughs> oh, you're, 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 you're trying to sweet talk me now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> But how have the kind of past 12 months been? Because have you, have you been keeping busy? Otherwise, what you've been, you've, you're, you're doing management now and stuff, don't you? Yeah, um, I'm in, I've got a management company called Web Industries Management where we um, we look after Jack Fowler, um, Joanna Jimenez, uh, a few of uh, Tom McDonnell and a few others um, from various other shows such as uh, Too Hot to Handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've involved in those guys as well. Um but you know, Jackie's the main one. He was our first one. We finally, we had a five-year plan with him um, when he went into Love Island, and um, everything that we've uh, put in place has come to fruition. He's now signed to a major, major label, which is mm-hmm. Island Records Universal. He's just done his um, single with Tom Zanetti uh, remix with Tom Zanetti, and also another one with DWE. Um, and it's a really good song. I mean, like it's, yeah, it's, the I mean, he's done the studio and written it himself. So very, very, very proud of him at the minute. Um, so I'm apologies that I couldn't be here today. Um, That's quite all right. But we can pick that up hopefully next week. Um, but you had an opportunity to go on TV today. So um, the label sort of, they pull rank once you're signed. Yeah, yeah, I can, t- I can totally oh, understand yeah, that. Out of our hands, yeah. So, but you must uh, be very pleased with how well he's, how well he's done. I am, I am. Um, it's, 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 still, it's, it's still, you know, it's still a work in progress. And um, I think, you know, in this industry, you have to keep evolving to stay relevant. Um, especially when you're coming off a show such that has, that has got many so many views and, and especially those people who kind of follow you on social media who then become watchers rather than fans. Yeah. 
you know, you can have 1.2 or 3.4 million, but how many of them are actually supporting you or are they watching you, you know? And, and it's turning that into something tangible, such as them for them to support your music. So, you know, music is something that sort of brings people together. And, and when you have a song, it's kind of they're probably the only industry, which is undeniable. If it's a great song, people like it, whether they know where you're from or not. Yeah, true. Um, so I think I think we've sort of ticked that box with Jack and, you know, long may it continue. Um, but for myself as well, I've gone into a business with some guys um, who are like the number one socially viewed um, team in the world. Um, I don't know if you've heard, ever heard of a guy called um, YouTube. Um, he's, he's part of a team um, with... Um, Julius Dean. Okay. Um, they've got they've got like a billion views on Facebook, for Quite example. They, they, they shoot content, <laughs> but they are crypto kings. That's what they do. Wow, okay. Um, and there's a new thing. Well, it's not a new thing, but there's a thing called NFTs. I don't know if you, if you know anything about it. No. It's like a, a non... Um, it's basically, it's a crypto token, which is a non-fungible token. And it can be basically anything like art, and it's basically um, something, for example, I think someone like, uh, what's his name? Drake, for example, mm-hmm. he sold an NFT for 3.6 million, which is basically okay. a fan can then bid to be to have shares in that specific N- NFT. So we're just about to launch called X- um, Crypto Express. Um, so I'm, I'm sure you'll be hearing about it. It's backed by Binance as well. So... That's what I've been busy on. And obviously, you know, I'd love to speak to you, uh, Bobby Norris, about this as well. Because um, I think it applies to, for people like yourself. You know, you could, if you've got any pictures out there that you, that no one's ever seen, we can turn that into a crypto coin and then people bid on it. And then that becomes yours for the rest of your life. And you can always keep making money, especially for it in the music industry. You'll have to tell me more, so I've... Well, well, it's, it's, it's not to take him right now, but obviously that, that's what I've been doing in the background for the last... 18 months, and uh, we're ready to launch pretty soon. Good stuff, Mr. Keeping busy. Yeah, I've got to ask you something. There's been a lot of rumours about a, a little reunion of uh, of the Blue Boys. It, you want the excuses, don't you? But are we going to get a Blue reunion? Are we going to get... Well, do you know what? I, we, uh, it's really, really hard to say because with Blue, we've never gone anywhere. We've always been together. We've, we've, we, before the lockdown, we was in, um, we was in Bali doing weddings and then we was off to do a tour around Southeast Asia so we're always together whether we've got a new album coming maybe yeah because that's the thing because um, you know because <laughs> you might you might get back together for a tour but an album okay we've got a winky face I could think that that's a, that's a maybe maybe something's in the works yeah no def- something definitely in the works it's just that we can't we just want to make sure that it, all the all um, T's are crossed and the I's are dotted and all the contracts are in place. But, you know, as Blue, we've always continuously made music over the years. It is our 20th anniversary. It is a milestone that we want to sort of celebrate with the fans. Um, but something will be announced, definitely, um, hopefully in the next month or so. And what kind of sound will the new stuff be, Si? Um, Blue, Blue are always... We've always banked ourselves on good songs and, and, and our songs have we sort of aim for that sound of that can be still played in 10 years time, that forever green sound. Um, are we, are we trying to go down the drill route or anything like that? Nope. 
we're just going to keep it classic blue, great songs, great vocals. We're men now, so we've got a lot more to talk about um, topic-wise. And there's a few surprises on there as well. Okay. Sorry for it. That is exciting. And you're allowed been... to come back and tell us all about it, mate. Yeah, no, I would love to. I'd love to be able to come back. I mean, once it's out, um, you know, maybe we can organise maybe a listening party or something with you guys and invite some people down. I'd love to do that with you guys because you guys have always been supportive of everything that Web Industries has been doing. So it'd be great to just give something back to you guys as well. Maybe I'll perform and invite a few faces down and, and we can do it like that. Be well up for that. It'll be nice Definitely. to get back in the studio, to be honest. We haven't been in a studio to record anything for a long time. So Yeah, when uh, is that yeah. gonna happen for you guys? We still don't really know. I don't think. It's um it's a little bit up here. We've been doing this online now since April last year. Right, okay. Yeah, because anything's so so easy now to to, to and you know, we've actually managed to get great guests doing it this way. It's difficult, you know, it's it's um it's it's who knows when things go back to normal but that's and that's not just you know with us in a studio but it's people going back into offices and all sorts it seems yeah. we're living in different times now aren't we so we are indeed we are indeed we just gotta we gotta learn to live with i've always said this from right from the beginning i, I understood the whole um isolation and things like that but i just never understood why we couldn't just open for four months close for a month yeah we'll keep the economy going so and then it keeps our sanity going because the more we get to think about it the more scared we're going to get well, live music, I think, is something that people have really gone without for a long time, haven't we? You know, like, I think it's been really nice to see, I went to my first festival on Sunday, which would have been in two years, you know, I haven't seen yeah. any live music. Where was that? It was a place, it was called Easterville, it was um, it was near wow. Stratford. Um, uh, okay. It was it was just really nice just to kind of get out and, and see people singing and performing and and see people next to you enjoying it as well. Exactly, just dance in a pub, not in my kitchen or in my friend's living room. Do you know what I mean? It was just really nice. So, um, yeah. So, so yeah, hopefully Blue can be part of that in the future too. Yeah, well, myself and Lee, we went out and did a gig over the weekend down in Doncaster. Oh, yeah. Um, we were just at one of the wild wildlife parks. Um, they had about three or 4,000 people there. That's um, so nice. which is great so things are starting to slowly I mean I'm seeing online Tom Zanet is doing 20,000 festivals <laughs> I'm like what the hell yeah. I mean, where was my invite <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm seeing people are opening up we're not scared anymore and um, yeah we'll, we'll get through it he yeah. probably thought you know Simon's a new dad he's too busy he can't be, he True. Can't be. <laughs> and, he's, and, and he's Jack's friend now so yeah, would Jack be doing any live performances? Do you think? Hopefully, yeah, we're we're working on it. Um, we're working on it with the label, and um, we just gotta. I think he's more of a club guy because what, mm. what Jack Jack's more of a DJ, right? And a performer. He's just a DJ who can perform. Mm-hmm. So we're going down that route where it's not it's not too much pressure on him, and he can just enjoy it because I think this all, this was all spawned from when he went to clubs. He just picked the mic up. And he would just go on stage naturally and perform, and that and that was like, ah, oh, that, that's your sound. Mm-hmm. He was getting a great reaction for it. So, so yeah, I mean, I'll let him tell you more about that when we can reschedule. Because sure, sure, no problem. Well, Simon, Sorry, thanks so much so. for joining us. Yeah, it's been great to talk to you. Thank you. And until uh, yeah. next time. Till next time. Uh, take care, mate. Stay safe. Thank Bye. you. Bye. I say it every week, Bob, but we've been blessed with with brilliant guests. And yeah, um, as as Simon mentioned, Jack was supposed to come in, but at the last minute had to had to rearrange. So hopefully we'll get him on maybe next week, week after. Yeah, hopefully we'll get him get him on the show. And he can tell us all about it himself. But um, I'm excited to to hear more. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, what have you got coming up this week, Bob? Anything exciting? This week, 
I've got a friend's birthday, which is going to be really Lovely. nice. Excited for that. Um, what else is this week? It's got birthday. I'm going to go back to see Nanny Norris. She hasn't been very well. She had to oh. have a nap, so I'm going to go see the old Nanny Norris. Lovely. And um, yeah, I think that's my only couple of plans at the minute. How about yourself? Really Ray? nice. I'm going to do loads of rowing. Loads of rowing this week. Um, uh, and I have to clean my flat from top to bottom because next week my auntie and uh, this will be after we've recorded the next week's show but is uh, my auntie and my cousin are coming to visit and so I want to make sure my flat looks flat looks um, uh, gorge in time for them coming um, yeah but that's that's about it really just uh, again enjoying enjoying uh, enjoying what we can while we've got the opportunity exactly babes exactly well until next week uh, thanks for listening goodbye bye guys stay safe